Welcome to our podcast. I hope that you enjoy listening. I'm Pastor Josh. How many of you know Jesus is still alive? I can't hear you. How many of you know Jesus is still alive? Yes, 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 yes. And I'm getting, I hope you are looking forward to our lake encounter. Uh, I, I call it the last chilling, the last chilling. No. The last chilling before you write exam, so you can just ease off stress. And when you are writing, you are writing. You laugh your way to your results. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. If you think school is stressful, try work. Some of you think school is stressful, try work. You know what? Today, this morning, we have Pastor Caleb in our midst. Why don't we recognize? Yes. The bishop. <laughs> the bishop is in our midst. Amen. I want to talk to you on a, just, just real quick on identity crisis. Identity crisis. Identity crisis. Identity crisis. Because most of us have identity crisis. And one of the things I'm beginning to discover is that most Christians actually have a lot of identity crisis. Now, I used to teach and think, you know, Christians, Christians are not supposed to have identity crisis, but they have identity crisis. And most, most, I'm tell, most people have identity crisis. Identity crisis is spiritual. It's a spiritual crisis. Are you here? Now let's, let's, let's write something down. This, this will help you write something down. Your, your identity is the base or foundation you live your life from. Your identity, put this down. Your identity is the base or the foundation you live your life from. Your identity is the base or the foundation in which you, li- you live your life from. So whatever your base or your foundation is, that is what you are going to say, that's my identity. Is the base and the foundation which you live your life from. You are who you think you are. Are you here? You are who you think you are. I like what Maya Angelou said. Maya Angelou said, if someone shows you who they are, believe them. You are who you think you are. Watch this now. You could put this one down to your identity is the sum total of who you think you are, what you think you can do, and why you think, and and why you think you are here. Watch this now. Your identity is the sum total of who you think you are, what you think you can do, and why you think you are here. Your identity is the sum total of who you think you are, what you think you can do, 
and why you think you are here. So, who you are is part of your identity. What you can do is part of your identity. Your purpose is part of your identity. So, I, your identity is the foundation and the base in which you live your life. Now, watch this now. Most Christians have an identity crisis. Now, identity begins with birth. You could write that down. Identity begins with birth. Natural identity begins with birth. Spiritual identity begins with birth. Natural identity begins with birth. Spiritual identity begins with birth. So then, John 3 verse 3 says that unless a man is born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So, a Christian's identity begins with his born-again experience. When you become born again, not born against, because most of you are born against. When you become born again, your Christian identity began then. Or your identity as a person begins when you become born again. Your identity as a person begins when you become born again. What does it mean to be born again? You, if you are born again, it means that... Now watch this now. You were living before you were born again. No be true. So Nicodemus went to Jesus and he said, What do you mean? Should I go back to my mother's womb? And Jesus said, no, unless you are born by the Spirit. So born again is a spiritual thing. You got to be born by the Spirit. Are you here? Are you here? What Spirit is he talking about? You got to be born by the Holy Spirit. So the Spirit births us anew. So if you are born again, and you were living before you were born again, it means that you had an identity... Before you became born again. No be true. No be true. Okay. And unless that old identity dies, you cannot pick up this new born again identity. But most people say they are born again, but they still have their old identity. So they have an identity crisis. So if you ask them, are you a Christian? That's all, folks. Have identity crisis. Watch this now. I'm going to help you today. Tell, tell, tell the person sitting next to you, pastor is going to help me. Now, your birth plays an important role in your identity. This is why the born-again experience is what starts a person's Christian walk. Okay? The beginning of this identity crisis is that most Christians don't understand that a born-again experience means that the old you is dead. Past. The old you is dead. A born again experience means I used to have a life. That life is dead. 
That life is not dying. It's dead. So you know what? Uh, we had a lot of terms, and I'm not going to go there. there. If you have any questions, come on Tuesday at the Dachi service, and we're going to get you. Tuesdays have been awesome. Now watch this now. What, what we were taught, how many of you have heard in churches, I'm dying to self, show by hands. Yes. So you're always, I'm dying, I'm dying, which is a continuous thing. Why, you be Indian film? If you were dying, wouldn't you have been dead by now? Because the truth is, dying as a process is not scriptural. There's nowhere in the Bible you will find that there is a process of dying as a Christian. Uh-oh. None. Every word about dying is past tense. So you are dead. Because you cannot be born again until the old has died. Then you become born again. So when you decide, the day you decided to come to Jesus, you know what you are saying. Do you know why most people don't want to come to Jesus? Because you are sitting down, you hear the gospel message preached, and you are thinking, I don't want to lose this life. I'm living a life I'm not willing to stop. I'm living a life I'm not willing to quit. So most people don't become born again because they are not willing to quit the life they are in at that moment. But when you decide, I don't like this life I'm living, I'm coming to accept Jesus, what you are saying is that from today, Joshua Bing, Germany is dead. A new Joshua has come forth. Akosia is dead. A new Akosia has come forth. So unless there is a dead old man, there cannot be a new Akosia or a new Yamanza. Do you understand that? Okay, now, now let's, do, let's, let's do some work. If you, if you have your Bibles, come to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. That's most people, our favorite verse. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 15. Okay. 2 Corinthians 5, 15. And he died for all that those who live might no longer live for themselves. So those who live in Christ might no longer live for themselves. But for him who for their sake died and was raised. Next. For now on therefore we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him no longer. So he's saying that when Jesus was here, he was one person. But when he died, and he was buried, and he rose again. He is a new Jesus. The Jesus that walked on earth is not the same Jesus sitting in glory with the Father. 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Are you here? The Jesus that walked on earth is not the same Jesus. He is a new Jesus. Because this Jesus who resurrected has been given a name above every, every other name. He has been exalted. The same way he is saying that we, when we come to Christ, are dead with Christ, buried with him, and a new Caleb, a new Boomer, a new Joshua has come out. So that is your new identity. The old Akosia or Joshua is dead. He's not now dying. Past tense. So when sin comes, I'm going, I'm going to teach you a few things. This is my definition of temptation now. Temptation is the devil's appeal to your old self. Temptation is the devil's appeal to J-Money. Okay, now, now give me the next verse. Now I, I'll show you some next verse. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. How many of you like this verse? You know, you quote it all the time and you don't understand it. If any man, anyone is in Christ, anyone means... Anyone means, say that means me too. So it says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed. Behold, new has come. So new cannot come unto old pass. Did you go to school? Okay, this is English. Old has passed, new has come. Now watch this. Next verse. All things is from God who through Christ. Now, now go back to 17. Now, the old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. What? All this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself. All this is from God. All things have become new. So the question is, what has become new? Behold, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are past. All things have become new. What has become new? Because when I got born again, my head did not grow. Boomer is still bald. Sorry, sir. Caleb's hair is missing. It's growing opposite direction. One of the ways you know you'll be bald is when you are getting much beard. Know that it is coming. Because uh, some of the guys have started looking at me funny. Because your hair is growing opposite direction. Watch this. Nothing changed. I didn't become taller. I didn't become more sensible. My moral stand did not even change. 
So what has changed? All your life, you quote this verse. If anybody says, all things have become new. What has changed? This is why most people don't understand that they are new creation. Because when you became born again, nothing changed. So you walk away and go home thinking you are the same person. But you are not. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Maybe I should close you and then come back on Tuesday. Because this is good stuff. But I'm going to keep this one in my pocket. I'm going, to keep, I'm going to keep this deep revelation in my pocket. Everything, when I'm preaching, everything I say, you should put it at the back of your head because I don't just say it for saying's sake. I told you, your identity is the base in which you live your life from. Come, sir. Come. It's time to use your come. Line up. Now, every person, you have a body, you possess a soul, but you are a spirit. Everyone here, you have a body, you possess a soul, but you are a what? Spirit. Your body is not you. Don't be an idiot. Your body is not you. You are spending all your time on your hips. Your body is not you. I'm not saying don't dress well, but your body is not you. You are more than your body. That is why, now watch this now. Let me explain something. Let me hurry up. Okay. This is your body, soul, spirit. You are a spirit that possess a soul and you have a body. But what you are is a spirit. When you are not born again, the spirit of God does not live in you. This is who you are. This spirit is a sinful spirit. Sinful spirit. That's who you are. He got this spirit from Adam. Every child of Adam has this spirit. Watch this. When you become born again, the spirit of God becomes one with your spirit. Your spirit of God becomes one with your spirit. And he takes away your sinful nature. So your sinful nature no longer lives. A Christian does not have sinful nature. That old man is gone. You stand here. He is dead. He is what? Dead. Dead men don't talk. 
Dead men don't eat. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. The Bible says, all things have become new. Why? Your body has not changed, your soul has not changed, but your spirit has changed. Because the real man is not his soul and is not his body. The real man is his spirit. It is from here that he will live his life out of. I know I'm preaching good. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. It is from there he must live his life from. From the life of the spirit. Now watch this now. So if my sinful nature and the old man has been taken away. Why that guy still they tempt me? Why that girl still they tempt me? I'll show you this. Watch this now. Watch this. Senior come. Sin or temptation is the devil's appeal to your soul. Why? Why does he have to appeal to your soul? Your soul is where your emotions are. That's where your mind is. That's where your will is. That's where decisions are made. Now watch this now. The biggest problem when we got saved is that we still have a memory. That when I got saved, my memory was not taken away. My emotions did not leave. It did not change. So I still have those emotions. I still have those images. Uh oh. Oh, I'm going to help you in a second. Tell somebody, help. Uh, the pastor is going to help you in a second. Tell the person, pastor is going to help you in a second. In a second, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. When I got born again, nothing changed. Ooh. All the porno I don't watch today, my memory inside. Not you. I'm not talking about you people. I'm talking about me. All the girls I don't chop still day my mind inside. He did a hard disk. So when the devil tempts you, he will flash the picture. The picture of the deleted scenes, which is still in your memory, will come up. And because most people think their emotions is them. And think that their memory and what is in their mind is them. And not what is in the spirit's mind. They begin to think, I am not saved. Because why am I still thinking and doing these things? And why is my emotions still attached to this? Not understanding their memory is still there.
So when I got born again, I will come to church during worship. Let's lift up our hands. Uh, and I see one sister. Say, Jesus, help me. Jesus name Then you talk to yourself, Don't you know we are worshiping? Right in church. How can you root in church? Root. The guy don't root for church. So you know what Romans says? Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So... As this one engages, watch this now, as he engages the word of God, then the word of God is bringing him, watch this, who wrote God's word? Who wrote the word of God? The Holy Spirit. So whilst he's hearing the word of God, he begins to line up with the Spirit. Because God, the Spirit of God wrote the Word of God. So when he's hearing the Word of God, now he begins to align with the Spirit. So that the Spirit now begins to lead. But when he is not renewing his mind, then he is on his own making decisions outside what the Spirit is saying. So he begins to hear the word of God. In prayer, he is now aligning himself with the spirit of God so that now, out of his spirit, he can live his life. Not out of his feelings. Not out of his mind. And most of us have a problem because all of you sit down. All of you sit down. Just remaining two. Watch this. She was married to. Okay, the way I say, she say, sit down. Let me get a woman. Terika, you gonna help me? Yeah, come. She is married to him. I'm not prophesying. She is married to him. Watch this. He is dead. Lie down. She is now married. Okay. Okay. Watch. Watch this. Watch this. He is dead. Her feelings and attachment should be to him. 
but they have a pass. Every now and then, she will go and dig up her husband's body, put him in the closet, give him a kiss, give him food to eat. It's, but he's dead. Is she not wasting her time? Do you know why? Because this one cannot give her life. This one is alive. If she wants children, this one cannot give her children. This one can. But yet she spends all her time with this one. And spends no time with this one. And most of you, when you got born again, you spend all your time now still with the old man, the old Akosia, the old Yao, the old person. And you are wondering why you are not fruitful in your Christian work. It's because you don't understand that the old you is dead. So if she is dead, why are you still spending time with him or with her? Why are you still clubbing if he is dead? That is what the old Akosia used to do. So why are you still clubbing? If you had a boyfriend, where you they chop and now you are born again, why are you still with him? When he calls, why do you answer? One pastor, Pastor Chibe, true story, was preaching. I've told this story before. Hear this for the people that have never heard it. Preaching. Then his old girlfriend showed up while he was preaching. And she was sitting in the congregation. And he was preaching. And the, 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 the girlfriend said, Man, is that Chibay baby? Chibay baby. Hey! Nothing comes there. Then the guy was moving, flowing in the prophetic. His old girlfriend was there. So when they closed from service, she went to the ushers and said, Can I talk to Chibay, baby? And the usher said, Fan some fun free There's no Chibay, baby here. Then the pastor, the one who was ministering. So they went to the pastor and said, There's a lady by the name of so so and so. She's here saying she's looking for Chibay, baby. Said, Okay, I think I know who it is. Let her come in. Okay, so she came in. When she saw him, he said, Hey, Chibay, baby. And he was looking at her like this. Chibay, baby. Ah, hey, yo, aren't you Chibay, baby? He said, Look, Chibay, baby died 15 years ago. This is a new Pastor Kwame. This is not Chibay, baby. 
So when she will call him, he will not pick up because you are calling the old guy and I'm not going to resurrect the old guy so you can talk to him. So most of you, when you are dead, Terika, sit down. You are dead. This is the old you. When your girlfriend calls you, you go and resurrect the old you and let him come and talk to her. Then when you come to church, you pick the new you to come and worship. Then when you go home, you go and put the new you down and you pick the old you and you go to school with. When it's time for exams, you pick the old you and you take him to cheat. When it's time for evangelism, you pick the new you and you take him with you. Then after evangelism and prayer, you go and put the new you down and you pick the old you because you are horny. So you need the old you to go and chop gears. Identity crisis. Are you dead or you are alive? I said, are you dead or you are alive? Have you killed the old man or you are still alive? If any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are past. Behold, all things have become new. You need to tell the devil you are barking on the wrong tree. Ah, the old man would have been angry. The old man would have been mad. The old man would have reacted. The old man would have done this. But this is a new Joshua. He doesn't sleep around. This new Joshua, he don't steal. This new Joshua, he lives a different life. Because all things are past. All things have become new. The apostle Paul understood that. And the Bible says, on the road of Damascus, God changed him. And Saul became Paul. And he never referred himself again. Again, I saw because he understood that the old have passed and the old all things have become new I am a new creature no more in condemnation I stand in faith and I stand in the grace of God the old man is dead The biggest lie that we were told in the body of Christ was that we were dying. So if you are dying, it means the fornication can crash your home. So every time you go and resurrect that. But by faith, we consider our old life dead. So when the devil comes and appeals to that in your emotions and in your mind, he say, I'm dead. That's old. That's old Joshua. I'm dead. That's the old me. That's the old me. That's why they were saying, the things I used to do, I do them no more. The place I used to go, I go there no more. The girls I used to chop, I chop them no more. Jesus came. 
and gave new life to me. The stealing I used to steal, I steal that no more. The places I used to go, I go there no more. The pizza I used to buy, I buy them no more. Jesus came and gave me new life. Hey! The kissings I used to kiss. Not kissing, no kissing. That is deeper. Kiss is not. Kissing is deep. I kiss them no more. Hey! Hmm. The chickens I used to do, I chicken no more. Jesus came and gave me new life. Hey! I'm a new creation. No more in condemnation. I'm a new creation. I remember when I got born again. My God. One day. I went to pick some friends for church on Sunday. Then one of the friends I went to pick, I went to his house to pick him for church. And my old girlfriend was there. She had come from Accra and was there. And that girl, now she fine. Many years, I got taste. Now she fine. That girl fine. She had moved to Accra. And she was there. And here is Pastor Josh. At that time, I was not Pastor Josh. I was Ojashua's brother. I was on fire. No, not fire. Fire! To the point, I would drive my car and go and pick some friends to church. And I went to pick this friend. No, what happened was, I went to pick them. There were three of them. I brought them to church. After church... I was going to drop them and they said we should, I should drop them at one of our friend's house. And my old girlfriend or my ex-girlfriend was there in that house. So when I went there, I dropped them. They were going to eat mutio there. I dropped them and she came out. Hey! She said, hey! So she called me Jay. Hey, Jay. Then she gave me a hug. Then my soul remembered. Because you see, it's stored in your hard drive. It's there in the hard drive. So my soul remembered. Hmm. Ah. And you see, because you have been born again, you see, you are not doing those things. So the, the thing is that, so when it comes, it comes heavy. Hmm. She said, okay, you know, I'm going to be in Kumasa till Tuesday. And why don't you come down and sit down? So I got down. This was around 12 o'clock. 
Then I sat down at the house. You know, that house, they had, they had a swimming pool and all that. So boys used to go there a lot. So I sat down. Can you imagine at 9 p.m. I was still there talking to her at 9 p.m. Then, watch this. You know me. You know, you know me. I'm always candid. I tell you the truth. So when I was going, she hugged me. And then the hug went two minutes. Then it went three minutes. Then before I knew it, we were kissing. Not kiss. Kissing. Kiss. Hey! Hey! And then, hey! All my, I was like, hey! Wohu, wohu, have you seen a chicken who is angry and the feathers are like, yes, that's how I look like. Hey. So my mother was calling me. So I had to go. But she said, I'll be around till Tuesday. I said, Tomorrow I'll be here. First thing in the morning. So I went. Oh, Joshua's brother. So I went. I went home. Monday morning. I got up. I didn't want to do my quiet time. Because God will talk to me. If I open my Bible, God will talk to me. So I don't want to talk to God. Am I talking to somebody? When you decide to pick the old man, you decide I won't do devotion today. Because why are you watching so Else the spirit of God will talk to you. I refuse to talk to the spirit. Then I left. Morning. I went there again. Went to sit there. Hugging hands for me. Then we talked. Then we were talking and talking and talking and talking. Before I knew it, 7 p.m. I got there around 10. Before I knew it, 7 p.m. She said, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow. So when I was going, then she gave me a kiss. Then she said, when are you coming to Accra? As for Accra, we will be alone. My heart is panting. Boom, 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 boom. I like the idea. Accra. Yes, yes. I think I have something to do in Accra. I didn't have anything to do, but I'm giving myself an assignment. Then she gave me her number. That time, it was, you know, those mobile, it was mobile, uh, those times when uh, we didn't have MTN, Tigo, none of that. It was Mobitel. 
Yes, some people don't even. <laughs> so I, I put, I put uh, 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 my number down and I took her number. I got this, her mobitel. Then I went home. The next day, we had a youth prayer meeting. And I was a youth leader, so I had to go. When I went to the meeting. Everything that was going on in the meeting was addressing me. Everything. I remember it was Kofi J who was leading the prayer. Everything was addressing me. It was pointing at me. And you know what? You know one of the things that have helped me? I have a soft heart towards God. I said, forgive me. I repent. Then the Lord told me, I want you to lose this number and stop using, lose your chip too. Because she will call you. Lose absolute contact with her. And I stopped. I took my chip out. And I cut off all contact. Because the person she wants to deal with is the old me. And the old me, Yekuno, he is dead. So if you are continuing with your interaction with them, then it means that you want to resurrect the old me. And I am not willing to do so. That's why there are some friends, when you become a Christian, you can't keep. Because the person they want to deal with is the old you. And the old me is there. I'm a new creature. Stand to your feet. Hey. Are you here? I said, are you here? Ora bakatele messiah. Erebe zondo lebedeke. Roba raba zindele batori haya. Limanda raba kandele besoya mahaya. From this morning, I declare, oh my God, my God. I see many of you coming out. I see many of you coming out from an old lifestyle into stepping out into a new lifestyle. This morning, may the word of God Heal you and cut you from the old and bring you into the newness of life which he has given you. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Say, Father, everybody under the sound of my voice, say, Father, Father today, Today, I declare, I declare that, the old me that the old me is dead. Is dead. I, pick up I pick up the new life, the new life of, the spirit of the spirit that you have placed inside of me. That, inside that you have given me. That you've given I, will not return. I will not return. I will not go back. I will not go back. In, the name of Jesus, In the name of Jesus, I receive grace, I receive grace to, live to live my new life. My new life. In the name of Jesus. 
I hope you enjoyed the word of God that you heard on this podcast. Make sure you keep on following us on all our social media outlets. God bless you.